Greetings in the all-powerful and conquering name of the Lord Jesus Christ. We we greet you in his uh, adorable name, and we are glad to be able to share with you. I thank God for the redeemed family. I tell you, there are no people like the people of redeemed. If you call on them, they are always there. And I want you to know that I appreciate you as well. Amen. God is so wonderful. And as we are going through this pandemic that we are going through now, we are thankful to the Lord that he has kept us. And we are glad that he has kept our minds sane. Amen. We have not lost sight of the word of God. And we are still pursuing, amen, after him. This morning, I want to talk to you about holding on and holding out. Our text is found in the book of Hebrews, chapter number 10, verse number 23. Let us hold fast the profession of our faith without wavering, for he is faithful that promise. In the message translation, it says, let's keep a firm grip on the promises that keep us going. He always keeps his word. Amen. And therefore, we want to be to that place that we can just hold out. I want you to particularly notice the phrase, hold fast. Abraham and Sarah held fast to their dreams. And that is what you must do as well. The phrase hold fast is taken from the Greek word uh, calico, which is a compound of two words, kala and echo. Uh, the first word, kala, carries the idea of something that comes downward. You could say the word kala carries the force of something that comes down so hard and so heavily it is overpowering and dominating uh, to the point of being subjugating. When this force arrives on scene, it conquers, subdues immediately and brings uh, expression to overwhelming influential power. The second part of the word calico is the word echo, which simply means I have and carry the notion of possession. This is the picture of someone who have sought and searched for one particular thing their entire life. And after years of seeking and searching, they found the object of their dream. Joyfully, they then forward to seize and hold it tight. They wrap their arms around that object making it their own. Finally, they come and say, I have it at long last, it is mine. And this is the kind of tenacity that we want to hold on to, amen, as we have received word and promises from God. Let me tell you, God will give you a promise. There is no telling when that promise will come to pass. And a lot of times God will test our love 
amen, in the process of time. He builds our faith and builds our character, amen. When we look at that term, he talks about embracing, amen, to the point that we just hold on to it and not let it go. I don't mean callously reaching out and getting a grip on something, amen, holding it loosely. I mean, holding it so tight until it almost seems as if, amen, that part of you have become a part of it and you are inseparable. The phrase hold fast, a good example of this is when we look in the book of Romans chapter 1, 18, when that scripture is talking about those that did not love the truth, and they actually took it and sat on it so that this truth could not be revealed. Now, that is in the negative, but we are talking about this in the positive. But in Hebrews chapter 10, 23, this same idea is used positively to describe you setting on your word from God and refusing to let it slip out and get away from you. Amen. This is the attitude you must have if you want to see your God-given dreams come to pass. You have to wrap your arms around that word from God and never stop believing and pursuing it until it come to pass. If you calico your dreams, it won't be able to get away from you. You will realize this in process of time. We look at the patriarch Job. We talk about him. But all of these great people in the Bible, amen, they had a promise from God, but I promise you it did not come in fruition overnight. They had to learn to hold on to it. And Job chapter 27, 5 and 6, it says, God forbid that I should justify you. Till I die, I will not remove my integrity from me. Verse 6, my righteousness I hold fast and will not let it go. My heart shall not reproach me as long as I live. And in Hosea 12 and 6, the Amplified Bible said, Therefore, return to your God, hold fast to love and mercy, to righteousness and justice, and wait expectantly for your God continually. Amen. I want to let you know it's not going to be easy. There is pain in holding on. But when you want that thing bad enough, pain will not stop you. In the book of Genesis, chapter number 20, 32, rather, we find, we know we are familiar with the story about Jacob who wanted a change, although he was blessed. He was a trickster and got everything he wanted through tricking, tricking rather. But now he wants a blessing. Lord, I'm tired of living this kind of life. I want something from you. Amen. And uh, I'm willing to wait for you. And in Genesis 32, it says, and Jacob was left alone. Now, this is after he had tricked his brother. He had tricked his uncle. Everybody in his pathway, he had tricked. But now the trickster is out of tricks, and he wants to be blessed. Amen. I know some of you out there are tired, amen, of going through and using your own way. Lord, I want something that I can hold fast to. 
And the Bible said, and Jacob was left alone. I tell you, there, there is a productivity in being left alone. And sometimes God will suffer you to be left alone. Don't get mad with people because it looked like they are out of your life. That's all right. God could have planned that just for you so the two of you could get alone. And in this uh, pandemic that we're going through right now, some of you are left alone in the home. But this is not to destroy you. This is to bring you to reality of knowing what it is you want and what you have inside of you. Some of us got precious gifts inside of you that we are just holding on and amen. We're about to let them slip because we like the dog with the bone in his mouth. Something else look better. But honey, there is nothing like what God has given you. Hold on and hold out. So Jacob is left alone and there wrestled a man with him until the breaking of day. Verse 25. And when he saw that he prevailed not against him, he touched the hollow of his thigh and the hollow of Jacob's thigh was out of joint and he wrestled with him. Now, don't look for something easy. Go to sleep and wake up. And everything has come to pay. It don't happen that way, honey. You're going to go through some pain. And then verse 26, it says, and he said, the angel said, let me go for day breaking. And he said, I will not let you go except you bless me. And this is the tenacity that we have to have. I'm not going to give up on this thing until I get my blessing from the Lord. And once you put make that up in your mind, you can outlast every demon that's on your trail that's trying to make you go back. Every demon that's trying to put things in your way. Amen. You are precious. You are valuable. Amen. He didn't come and die for trash. You are valuable. You will make a difference not only, amen, just in your own life, but amen, you can brighten the corner where you are. All of us have been called for something specific. I don't care what it is, amen, that the people say about you. You have been called for something specific. And people discouraging you, that's part of the game. They want to try to discourage you. But them trying to discourage you, what it does, it makes you dig in that much harder. Amen. And you get to know God, not through peaceful time, not having a car in the garage, all of a sudden the rent is paid. No, you get to know God when you have to wait all night long, weeping may endure for the night. But joy comes in the morning. And I know some of you are going through some stuff that you didn't cause, but don't worry about that. Amen. God is establishing something on the inside of you. Learn to get a praise in your lips. And so Jacob said, I'm not going to let you go. I don't care whether I'm hurting. And you know, when your hip is out of joint, you got to be in some pain. But I want my blessing more than this pain. And he said, I ain't going to let you go until you bless me. So the angel said, well, what's your name? He said, my name is Jacob, which means thief and supplanter. He said, your name, the only thing he changed was his name. I want you to know, brothers and sisters, you don't need a whole lot of stuff. All you need to do is change the right thing. 
and God have a great blessing in store for you. Amen. Don't give in to instant gratification. And most of us today in the world of so-called Christendom, they want to, amen, always be gratified. But amen, that's not the way it is. He said, amen, if you will live godly, you will suffer persecution. That thing on the inside of you going to cost you something. But if you hold on, you will get a blessing from the Lord. In the book of Thessalonians, 1 Thessalonians 5, 21, it said, prove all things, hold fast that which is good. Prove all things, hold fast that which is good. You can't go on nobody else's testimony. You have to have your own testimony. Amen. So when sickness come in your body, you won't be able to say, he is my healer. Amen. And look at uh, 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 13. Hold fast a form of sound word which I have heard of me in faith and love, which is in Christ Jesus. In Hebrews chapter number 4, verse 14 through 16 seeing then that we have a great high priest that is passed unto heaven, Jesus, the Son of God. Let us hold fast our profession. For we have not a high priest which cannot be touched with the feeling of our infirmity, but was in all point tempted like as we are, yet without sin. Let us therefore come boldly. See, a lot of this stuff is to keep you at the throne. Sometimes we wouldn't go to the throne if we didn't have trouble. A lot of times this stuff right here keep you at the throne of God. Why? Because at the throne of God, verse 16 saying, let us therefore come boldly unto the throne of grace that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help us in time of need. I often tell you the greatest compliment that you can give God is to let him know, I can't handle this. And when that happens, amen, God will bless you because that compliments him and let him know you can't handle it. And then let's look at Hebrews chapter 10, verse 23 and through 25. It says, may we hold fast the unwavering profession of the hope for faithful is he who promised. And may we consider one another to provoke to love and to good works. And this is what we want to do as children of God. Revelation, as John is writing to the church there at Asia Minor, there was this church that he says in verse two of the third chapter, be watchful and strengthen the things which remain that are ready to die. For I have not found thy works perfect before God. Remember therefore how thou hast received and heard and hold fast and repent. And then in verse five, it said, he that overcometh the same shall be clothed in white raiments. And I will not blot out his name out of the book of life, but I will confess his name before my father 
and before his angel. Somebody ahead of us held out. Jesus Christ, the Lord from glory, was the one that held out. Amen. Everything you have was because somebody held out. And I look at us now as we are going through this uh, thing of equal rights in the United States of America. And I admire uh, Lewis and some of the other ones who have given their lives and they held out that you and I can have hope. It was James Weldon Johnson that says, stone of the road I trod, bit of the chastening rod, felt in the days when hope unborn had died. Hope unborn had died, yet with a steady beat. Have not our weary feet come to the place for which our fathers sighed. And may I say here, friend, you got a whole lot more in you than you even realize. And it's worth fighting for. But you got to hold on and hold out because this is what it's going to take. Amen. If we hold on and hold out, amen, God got some great things in store for us and we are going to see the miracles of our Lord Jesus Christ. The Bible says there in uh, the book of Hebrews, he said, uh, Hebrews says, he's Hebrews 12 and 1 through 8. And he says that, uh, and he says, therefore then, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses who have borne testimony to the truth, let us strip off and throw aside every encumbrant, unnecessary weight and the sin which so readily defeat us. Now, some of us, got certain things on the inside of us, the sin that so easily beset us. And I wonder, what is it in you that beset you? And you say, well, well preacher, I'm saved. I got the Holy Ghost. I speak in tongues. But see, all of us got something on the inside of us, and God has to bring that thing to the surface so that we are able to deal with it. Now, I don't, I don't know what yours is, but God will put you around the same, some, some of the people, that stir you in certain ways that bring you to a consciousness of what's on the inside of you. See, all things don't beset you, but there are certain things inside of you that get you upset. And if those things get you upset, that means Satan got a hold inside of you and God wants to set you free from that. So what the devil does, he he got something on the inside of you. Like, like in the case of Job, Job had on the inside of him the fear of his kids. And God brought that thing to the surface. And when God brought that thing to the surface, Job was able to deal with that. And that was no longer a hindrance or a burden to him. Job came out of that thing victorious. What is it on the inside of you that might be causing you something that Satan knows when you get to a certain point, he just stirred that thing up on the inside of you. And you find yourself getting all bent out of shape. Lay aside every weight and the sin, which does so easily beset you. And let me tell you something. Pain, amen, will 
make you know who you are. We find today people running from one ministry to the other ministry. And the reason why they want to do that is because they want somebody to stop hurting them. Let me tell you what, pain can be a friend. The only thing that we really understand is when the pain comes. People, everybody understands pain. And, and they blame everybody and always talking about somebody hurting them. There is something on the inside of you that God loves you and he's trying to get that thing out of you. And he ought suffer people sometimes to rub you in the wrong way to make you to be in tune with who you really are. So what we want to do is hang on in there until we change. Don't keep running from one to the other. Just hang in there and let the change take place in your life. We're looking for, they say, we look. I'm just looking for somebody where I can just worship and not get hurt. Honey, you want to get hurt. Amen. Even the Bible says about Jesus Christ that though he was a son of God, yet learned he obedience by the things he suffered. But I mean, sometimes we get mad and what people are doing is telling the truth on you. But in the case of Jesus Christ, they lied on him. Jesus was called a drunkard, although he had done no wrong. He was classed with sinners. He was called a liar. He was called a blasphemer. And all of these things that he was called was not true, but he bore them. And what we got to do is get to the place now. I, I got to stop holding. And what we are doing, most of us are holding on to little things that makes us angry and get us upset. That's not the thing to hold on to. You got something valuable on the inside of you that's worth holding on. And God is trying to get those little idiosyncrasies out of the way so you can get down to holding on on the inside of you that which is precious. You can know exactly what it is that you have in Christ Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. Everything great. Amen. Going to start off with something that God has put on the inside of you. But he causes trouble to unwrap that package so you can see exactly what it is he have in store for you. And I'm so grateful that in the case of Jesus, Jesus held on and he held out. Suppose he had not held on and held out. Then what would we have had? And then most of us, we know we got the Holy Ghost, we spoke in tongues, but that's all we know. But what promises did you have? Hallelujah. I can't give up what I got. I got to hold fast to what I have because Jesus held out. And because he held out in his blood, washed me and made me whole. Had he not hold, I held out, brother, I would not have had forgiveness of sin. Had he not held out, I would not have the spirit within. Had he not held out, I would not have hope for tomorrow. Had he not held out, amen, my body would not be made healed. I have dominion over demons because Jesus held out. And friends of mine, I want you to hold fast to that which you have. Hold fast and hold out. I don't care how much pain you're going through, the end will be worth it. Hold on in Jesus' name. When the demons of hell come out against you, you got the 
amen, go back and realize this thing is worth holding on. And I'm going to hold on and hold out. Amen. Regardless of what come and what God is to what the devil do, I got something that is precious. Amen. And as I hold out, my hope is in him. My hope is in Jesus Christ. He promised me. And God is not a man that he should lie. No, the sons of men that he should repent. When he says something, he will do it. He will performing. Let God be number one in your life. Hold on. Your morning is coming. Hold on. Amen. You are about to experience your victory, but hold on right now. And during this pandemic, some of you are by yourself and you are facing stuff that you never knew that was inside of you. But God is bringing you to a reality so that he can bless you he don't just bless you for yourself. He bless you for somebody else. Learn to be a blessing for somebody else. God got some great things in store for you. Hold on and hold out. Hebrews said, you have not yet resisted unto blood. So stop feeling sorry for yourself. Bad of pain. Hold on. Amen. And let us be in there doing the will of God from our hearts. God has some great things. He loved you. He loved you with an everlasting love. He wouldn't have gone to the cross if he didn't love you. He would not have borne the stripes if he didn't love you. Three days and three nights in the belly of hell so that you and I wouldn't have to go to the lake of fire. And then when he had conquered it, it's an old grave. Where is your victory? Old death, where is your stain? He did all of that for you and for me. You'll never go through what Jesus went through. And he went through it because he loved you. I want you to see, I want, what I want you to do now is to decide, just to decide, come hell or high waters, I'm going to hang in there. I can't tell you my birth, my spiritual birthday is February the 12th. I will be saved 65 years. And let me tell you, I have uh, been through some stuff. Some of the stuff I deserved it. And some of the stuff I did not deserve it. But one thing I did know, I got to be saved. I don't get come hell or high water. I got to be saved. And I learned to start taking this in stride. And as you take it in stride, God will bless you. So don't give up. You want the singing, the tongues, the running, all that stuff is over with, comes down to suffering. And the Bible said, he that suffers in the flesh have ceased from sin. So just let God have his way in his life. You are love. Suppose Thomas Edison had given up when he first was doing the light bulb. And he said, well, I done failed 10 times. The, the history called that he failed thousands of times, over a thousand times. He came to rise as reality. And as a result, when we think of the light bulb, we think about him. What, what's in your life? What is God trying to work out of you? You have a dream inside of you. And as we said, everything starts with a dream. Don't let the devil kill your dream. Now, Thomas Ellison, that was for this side of the grave. But look at what we have a hope. We have a hope of eternal life in Christ Jesus. 
to live with him forever. And I want to encourage you, whatever you're doing, amen, make up in your mind. I'm going to hold out. I'm going to hold on till Jesus come. Amen. I'm going to be a blessing to somebody and start today. Get on the telephone, call somebody. Encourage somebody's heart. Don't let the devil know he got a hold on you. No, encourage somebody. Amen. I got it within me to encourage a soul in Jesus' name. God will bless you and you'll find out, amen, that you are who God has called for this hour and for such a time as this. Amen. Let's claim our victory on this week. Amen. Let's renew our hope. Let's hold on fast to God. Stay in the word. Stay in prayer. Stay sick in his face. Amen. Until next time in Jesus name.